Hello, everybody. Welcome to House Six, our movie podcast about movies. Uh, today, I am joined with Alex and Michael over in Texas. Hey. Hello. And also over in Texas, Thomas and Jared. Hello. Hello. And I'm over here in New Mexico, so it's a brag about it. It's a bi-state <laughs> podcast this time. Uh, bi-state <laughs> tri-city podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So today uh, we are talking about movies. We're going to do some news and some trailers, and we're also going to be talking about 1917 and the, the, year. the year, the whole year, <laughs> and um, the Amazon original uh, Aeronauts. Is it the Aeronauts or Aeronauts? It's the Aeronauts. The Aeronauts. Okay. The it's Aeronauts. Psychonauts in full. <laughs> yeah, Tim Schafer production. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, spoilers for anything we talk about, heavy spoilers. Um, if you're dying to know how the Aeronauts ends, you're going to probably want to skip the end of this podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> let's start with some news. Um, uh, most of it's Marvel news. The Doctor Strange 2 director dropped out. Is anyone like... How strange. Is anyone like super sad about that or... Devastated, not particularly. Doctor Strange. Yeah, like, did you like the first one? Oh yeah, I like the first one a lot. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they say creative differences is the cause, which is I'm thinking. Not gonna be horror now. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is that he wanted to head into the. Yeah, he wanted to go straight horror, and Marvel's like, eh. No. That doesn't sell. Um, which is kind of sad because they're, they're still able to do like an R-rated three. So I mean, nah, I guess since it's a pre-existing thing, maybe that wouldn't line up very well. But still, be kind of cool. From what I hear of this movie, I think they're trying to go like Spider Verse with it, but we'll see. Yeah, huh. something weird and wacky, even more wacky than the first one. Yeah, like different versions of Doctor Strange and whatever, or maybe they'll introduce like the Ultimate Universe from Marvel. And then some some people are like going straight. This is how they'll introduce X Men and um, Fantastic Four, because they're like totally separate universes. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be because I don't really know how they're going to do X Men. It's like they're just hiding. They don't care about Thanos attacking Earth or whatever. Oh, Thanos is gone, and now mutants are just popping up. It's so weird. They could just use Scarlet Witch to. Now yeah. there's mutants. Yeah. Instead of no more mutants, she says... Yeah. Oh, Reverse oh. House of M or whatever it's called. She's just like, hella mutants. And then in the other Marvel news, we have Christian Bale maybe joining the MCU. And... Oh, yeah, I about that. What a traitor. <laughs> Batman betrays the DC universe. And... He'll be Moon Knight. Is he supposed to be in like Thor, uh, God of Thunder? Or Thor? They're loving yeah. Love and thunder. Love and thunder. thunder. <laughs> yeah, so any thoughts on who he might play? Shouldn't it be called Thunderstruck? Uh, I think he's going to be uh, Beta Ray Bill. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That's the rumor. Mm-hmm. Either that or a villain. I'd, I'd rather him be Beta Ray Bill. Like, I don't even know who Beta Ray Bill is. He's a horse-looking dude, but he's Ooh. like Thor, too. Like, Yeah, he can hold Mjolnir. So a horse that can hold Mjolnir. Mm. There you go. <laughs> So what about Baxter? <laughs> That's all I need to know. Yeah. What about Gambit? I know we're not next to <laughs> Just Gambit in the Thor straight, for straight into Gambit. Okay. Do we want uh, Bale to do his Cockney accent or his like his yeah. natural English accent? Yeah. You never hear him with the accent. I want the accent. Yeah. yeah. That was a good thing about Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Is yeah. To hear his accent. <laughs> well, that that can go like. Completely cockney too, like no filter. Yeah. Just like can't even understand him. Yeah, <laughs> just subtitles. <laughs> just when he talks. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, and so like our next bit of Marvel news kind of goes in with the trailers for um, New Mutants. Um, the new trailer came out for New Mutants, and they're also saying that New Mutants takes place in the MCU. So, what do you guys think? What are you guys thinking about New Mutants when you saw the trailer? I think it looked awesome. 
I was in until they brought the song in in that weird tone. <laughs> yeah, but that's just the trailer. That's not the movie. Yeah. But it was like, oh, come on. You don't need to do that. I mean, or the trailer. I don't know. The thing's been in like production hell for like, what, four years almost? <laughs> Forever. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It, <clears throat> it depends on like how many. Well, it depends on how many reshoots they've done, what, what the actual tone of it's going to be. If it's going to be like a straight horror movie like it was going to be. And now it's going to be like some teenage, you know, sci-fi adventure now. So who knows? Don't re- don't reject the teenage drama, Thomas. That is oh, X Men. Yeah, that that pretty is much is X Men. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that. I just watched the reboot of Archie. That's also X Men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it looked better than I was expecting because, like, the first, the very first trailer <clears throat> we got looked awful. I was like, this this is pretty terrible. But uh, this new one, it didn't look too bad. Um, I like that it shows some mutants that we've never seen before. Yeah. And these are pretty cool mutants in the comics, so uh, maybe it'll be good. I think all maybe. should be able to carry most of it, because they're all really good. Mm-hmm. Except for, I don't know who that Roberto guy is. I've never seen him before. Roberto. <laughs> Roberto. Okay, so going on to some more tra- trailers, we saw um, A Quiet Place 2. Just came out. We you guys... to? Uh, I'm saying no, but what do you guys think? It looks just like Bird Box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've seen this movie before. Oh yeah, yeah with the when they're in the car. In the car. Yeah. 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 I mean, the the first one was fine, like as a standalone movie. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. And the way it ended was pretty good too. Yeah. Is it? It's not super like. Oh yeah, they saved the world, but you know, at least they can survive in it now. Yeah, I really like the first movie, um, but for this one, I'm getting just like a zombie-type movie vibe from it, and yeah. zombies are kind of like my least favorite things in pop culture, so <laughs> not too excited for it. Just the fact that it looks like Bird Box is like a total downside for me. <laughs> that, is, that may be my least favorite movie I've ever seen. Really? Uh, really? Uh, <clears throat> I thought it was just stupid fun. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't John Malkovich in that? Yeah. 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 All the acting was great. I just hate the premise. It they made it made no sense. Oh, uh, you can't. What was it again? You can't go look outside or something. You can't see the monster. Yeah. Otherwise, it drives you nuts and you kill yourself. Oh, okay. Which is like they're not okay. safe anywhere except for that weird sanctuary at the end, Thomas. Don't forget that. Yeah. Weird. Oh, for with some the, reason. With all the blind people, because yeah, yeah, because yeah. blind people are X Men basically. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like yeah. hot. I guess they're like hiding among the blind people. The monsters don't attack them. Yeah, but except they assume. Except <laughs> that the people that can see the monsters that don't kill themselves go crazy and try to kill everybody else. It's just like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's, as a movie, it doesn't do very well. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be waiting for the second one of that one. <laughs> <laughs> can we play uh, box two? Yeah, yeah, bird box two, the bird cage. With Emily Blunt and... <laughs> and her kids. Yeah. And her kids. Yeah. So, more movie trailers. The Turning, which is another adaption of a turning of a screw, an old-time ghost story. What do you guys think of this one? Looks fun. It, it kind of comical. Like, the trailer yeah. made me laugh a few times. Yeah. Just, like, babysitting the movie. Like, she's, like, looking at him while he's drumming, and he's like... Keeps doing it. Like, like, can you not do that? I'm like, that's exactly what I've done. I'm babysat. Like, ah. I'm trying to watch Netflix in the other room. Can you not do that now? <laughs> yes. I, I, like I don't know. Like, trailer for it, and it looks way worse than the first trailer. Because that first trailer, which we just watched. Yeah. And then yeah. yesterday, when I was watching, I forgot. I was watching Supernatural, and a trailer for it came up, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like I'm watching Supernatural." The trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of monsters. Like, it looks way more like. Yeah, well, the original. there's been a ton of adaptions of this story, so I'm wondering if they're going to do anything new with it. Yeah. It'd be kind of funny if it was like a funny movie. Like... Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, uh, well, shit, I can't say that. Uh, but see, The Lighthouse has like a lot of humor in it, even though yeah. it's kind of a horror movie. It, it would be it would be cool to see, like, in the turning, to see like a bunch of like comedic moments. Like that kind of breaks the tension, but then go right back into the horror. But yeah, it's hard to do with like being funny without like ruining it. Yeah, with like 
having a having a sense of humor but still taking the movie seriously i think that's like really hard to do yeah and then like staying with this horror i guess this year is horror heavy so (laughs) we're also going to get the invisible man reboot for the is this a dark universe type? The dark universe is back. Well, <laughs> so that's what it was. Is this the H.G. Wells like? Yeah. Caption. Okay. Well. Oh, okay. I I didn't mind like the first half of the trailer because I'm like, oh, this is a cool premise, and that the whole part where it's like there's someone sitting in the chair. I'm like, that's cool. I like yeah. that part. But then they give away like the whole last third act of the movie in the trailer. Yeah. Because it would it would have been cool if it was like, well, is it psychological or is it actual? Like, yeah, yeah, there. I like when she's making the sandwich and he keeps knocking, yeah, knocking stuff off like a cat. Yeah, like stop. <laughs> yeah, so it got some cool stuff in it. Looks like um, maybe there's some way they can make it where it's like he's tricking her from beyond the grave, like just pulling pranks. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> like, like he nailed down the chair, so when like someone tries to pick it up, it doesn't <laughs> come off. <laughs> he was that good of a prankster. It, it's like Home Alone Afterlife or something. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Post life. Yeah, so it's probably going to be better in our minds than the actual movie. Probably, <laughs> you just made a better movie than we were going to yeah. see. But that, yeah. that's the thing too. I'm like, this looks like like the first half of the trailer. I'm like, oh, this looks so cool. Like, I'm I'm really about this. And then like the third, the, the second half of the trailer. I'm like, they just gave away all of it though. Yeah, yeah. you should have stopped. Like, the second half of the trailer is forever long. I'm yeah. like, we get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not line of the trailer where she's like. Where are you? There you are. You're like, oh well, she finds her and finds him and kills him probably. Right, exactly. Like, okay, well that's the end of the movie. And did, was there was there a scene where I get? I mean, I guess that's his power, but it looked like he just had like a digital suit at one oh, point. Oh yeah, it where did kind of. It looked, it looked like, like it was like a, I don't know, like in a, in a, in a GI Joe movie or something you'd see where they have like. An, yeah, you can see his suit. camo suit. Active yeah. camo. <laughs> really, I didn't really catch that part. Yeah, I, I didn't see that part. Like someone was covered in blood. I saw like someone like a blanket over their head, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it is just a comedy movie. Or... <laughs> We're being tricked again. Fun for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this lady go crazy. <laughs> All right. Any other? Okay. Tricks? Any other thoughts and news? What about uh, the confirmation of Colin Farrell as Penguin? Oh really? Oh really? They actually confirmed it. Yeah, he's gonna be Penguin. Huh? That'd be interesting. Yeah, I think Not interesting. Bad, guy. <laughs> I hope there's seventeen villains in this Batman movie. I think there's gonna be seventeen. So I'm guessing he's not gonna act like a penguin. I want there to be seventeen villains in this movie. <laughs> uh, all my favorite Batman stories are the ones where he's like, there's like a big villain, but he has to go through like the little villains to figure out who it is. Yeah. 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 Kind of like an Arkham Asylum movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if they did, That'd be kind of cool. Chaos everywhere, and then he has to focus on the main thing. That'd be kind of cool. But you just want your Riddler movie. Yeah. I just, I just <laughs> want another Batman Begins is what I want. Like. Yeah. Want you want another origin movie? Kind of I want a Batman origin. Beyond movie. That's, that'd be cool. I don't want another origin movie. I just want just a movie a... like Batman Begins because I'm weird. That's my favorite in the trilogy because uh-huh. it's all about Batman. So I kind of just want that, but but one thing I do hope, I really hope that they go the route of him being crazy. I would love a Batman that. being crazy. Yeah, I would love that. Oh, they were yeah, supposed to have like that, like what the comics do. Well, they were supposed to have that Flashpoint Batman with uh, what's his face, Jeffrey Dean uh, Morgan as Thomas Wayne. Yeah, as the Thomas Wayne Batman, which I was like, that's, that's a good casting choice, and then it never happened. So yeah. So basically, Alex wants like Bird Box with Batman. he just wants a movie where we just stay with batman the whole movie and we just like he's just trying to survive needs to be the same writer you know will he will he be weak to dogs though or can he take on a dog (laughs) hey maybe rottweilers In this new, like, R-rated DC universe we have right now. Yeah. 
because yeah. we got like Harley Quinn's R-rated, uh, Joker was R-rated, and it seems like they they want to do more movies that are like all mature. So they're going like opposite direction of Marvel. It's like, Good. wait, is Harley Quinn R-rated now? Yeah, so Harley Quinn, whatever it's called, the Emancipation of Birds of Prey. Birds yeah, Birds of Prey. Yeah, that one's R-rated. Really? Yeah. That looks terrible. It it doesn't look good. Hugh <laughs> yeah. McGregor looks good in it though. Yeah. I mean, you've only seen like two scenes of him, but exactly. Anything. He's good in Star Wars. He made Star Wars good. So I know. Yeah. He's a good part of Star Wars. Oh, the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like Harley Quinn's a character I don't need a lot of. Like, yeah, I she's think... a good side character. Yeah. But when you focus on her, she's terrible. Yeah, like the old Batman series or animated series. I think they did her right. Or she's well, just started like... her right. She originated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so she. That's where she came from. So good character, but we don't need like she can. You could go a little too a much. much. Yeah, sure. <laughs> kind of like Deadpool, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I. <laughs> I know you guys are have enough of Ryan Reynolds, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was Jack, uh, Hugh Jackman's gone, so he has to have like something there. So this is his something. <laughs> There's a ton of rumors about this next Deadpool. Like, I guess he's saying it's confirmed and it's going to be R-rated. But um, like, whenever Deadpool interacts with other Marvel characters, it's PG-13 or something yeah. like that. Oh, Is Pikachu going to appear? No, Jared, he's dead. Dang it, <laughs> he's dead. Well, like for like the sequel for Detective Pikachu, it still needs to have Ryan Reynolds there. But it needs to be the voice of Danny DeVito as the Pikachu now. So we have Ryan Reynolds and Danny DeVito. So, yeah. How about that? Pikachu talking to Pikachu? Exactly. Yeah, some, some, some Pikachu that's like has multiple personality disorders, so he's talking to himself in different voices. <laughs> <laughs> in all the different, like... Uh, Pikachu is... just teams up with Batman, and that's why it's go. Detective Pikachu. No, Pikachu. That, that would be good. <laughs> Batman, the Pikachu and crossover? And, and Batman slowly softens his heart and he loves the Pikachu. <laughs> like the Ninja Turtle crossover. Yeah. Was that really <laughs> good? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. It, it's funny because um, it's very, like, cartoony in the beginning. But then, like, Shredder, like, straight up, like, throws a Ninja Star into, a, like, someone's face. <laughs> and there's, there's, like, blood. And you're like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the turtle's like, you're not normally this violent. <laughs> yeah. Those are funny, though. I like uh, Damien's interaction with the turtles and stuff like that. So. <laughs> Damien is, like, my favorite Robin now after reading Really? Him. Really? Yeah. Damien? Yeah. He's, he's hilarious. Not the starfish? <laughs> Jaro? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read him yet, so we'll have mm -hmm. to see. Okay, so the big movie this week... It actually came out last year, technically, but right, everyone's seeing everyone right. it this year is uh, 1917, which is the World War One epic. Um, I guess epic really describes this movie, if you guys have seen it. Um, why don't we start in Dallas and see what you guys thought? Uh, I loved it. Um, it was constant. It was like um, when I saw Dunkirk. It was constant, yeah. like, action-packed, or, like, it kept me on the edge of my seat. And, um, I don't know, I loved it. What did you think of it? Um, so, yeah, like, the, the, well, the first thing you need to know, too, about the movie is it's done in the one-shot style. The one-take, I guess, is how you say it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I really, really appreciated it, because it, it, the whole movie only takes place over, like, barely, like, a day. Like, because yeah. it's, it's from the point of view of a runner. And back in World War One, they didn't have radios or anything else. Like, the way you got a message was either running there or, like, a carrier pigeon. Yeah. Well, no, and that's... No, go for it. They, they had, like, a... They had, like, a... What, what They said they had a call, but the, the yeah, Germans snapped or yeah, cut their... Yeah, the telephone line. line. Yeah. But uh, you couldn't, like, get message across, like, no man's land is how you, is how you communicated. Was it by a runner or a carrier pigeon? Because if you had the uh, the telephone lines, you had to run that, and then th right. through like constant like bombardment from like artillery and just 
just fire like firefights in general, you know, they get damaged. And so the best way to get a message across was by runners. Unfortunately, in the movie, you see what happens when someone tries to cross no man's land. Um, but yeah, like Jared was saying, I was tense the entire movie. Like the only calm parts were was like at the beginning when they're sleeping, mm-hmm. like having a good respite, and then that one cellar part when mm-hmm. uh, they're in the town, which was kind of cool. I, I like that little little break, and then right back to it. Were they in uh, France for this movie? Yeah, it was. Is that where France. they were? Okay. I think it was on the Somme. So that's like the the worst the worst battle of World War One. Like over a million people died, and like twenty thousand people died like in one day. Oh wow! So, so are you guys okay over there? <laughs> we're having like a little. We've we've lost Bobic for a second. <laughs> Um, what I was going to say with this movie is different guy. I got like a Dunkirk uh, feeling like you're saying it's trying to amp up the, um, stress the whole time. Um, and then another thing I wanted to say was like, it's, it is shot in a way that looks like it's one take, mm-hmm. but it's, um, obviously they didn't do that. Cause yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you could tell when they actually like, do the, cuts. like when he passed out, yeah. that was at the point, And then when it got real dark, when they're going down. Yeah, whatever. Basically, you do whenever it got like really dark that they yeah. cut, yeah. or like there's one scene where they like focus on a wall or something like that. They yeah. probably cut that. Or like when the camera pans like behind a rock for like a yeah. brief second, that's a cut. Yeah, basically whenever they have to leave the character. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was sort of like always in my head when I'm watching this. Is like, hey, yeah, I'm... that's what I had going on in my head the whole time too. It's like, can I find the cuts? Can yeah. I... <laughs> Am I that smart? Um, but yeah, it, I don't know if it decreased the enjoyment in you, but it's something that's like there in your head if you know about that. But like, if you're seeing this without knowing that, you're like, wow, this is just like a whole day in this guy's life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I saw well, I mean, someone in... put up there like, I hate myself because I'm so immersed in this movie, but I'm ruining my immersion because I'm so focused on the cuts that they're not making. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, like, uh, I saw a feature showing, like, they would have to cut when they were making the movie because, like, the clouds would clear up. But in the movie, it's, like, a cloudy day. So whenever they didn't have clouds, they would have to cut and, like, wait for the clouds to pop back in. Well, it's like that one movie. What was it? Birdman with Michael Keaton? There was a whole video of, like, when they made their... Smart cuts and like oh. how to hide it and stuff like that. That was a lot easier because they're indoors. Yeah, like I can't imagine doing it outside. That's yeah, insane. yeah. So I'm guessing there was a lot of long days on this. Like they had, I mean, even though there were cuts, they probably had a like a very long takes. I would mm-hmm. be interested to see like how long, how, what their longest takes were, and yeah. you know how grueling that was. Yeah, the, the longest scene is nine minutes, is what I read. So, oh really? Yeah, has, who knows if that was the longest take they ever did? I, I think that was at the beginning because like they start in the field and then they make their way into the trench, and I think that's the longest take because there's a lot of conversation that happens yeah. before they get to the trench. That definitely. Oh sorry. That definitely looks like the um the most time consuming shot they had where they go through the trench and everything because like the first cut I really saw in that was like. I think they enter like the German trench, and it's like all yeah, dark. That may be dark. the first cut. Yeah, I didn't. I thought I didn't know if they cut when they went in the trench, I, or whenever just the explosion went off. Which it would make sense that you would do it when they went into the trench, though, because to get all that perfect and then do that whole yeah um, scene where it explodes like that. God, that would be crazy. So. That I think that um, scene in um, with the rat. You know, and the bag drops and like the rat like takes the food or whatever. Yeah. I think that maybe um, like the scene that got me like most at the edge of my seat yeah. for the whole movie. I think. Yeah. Um. So, what do you guys think? Because we didn't really ask you guys yet. Because you were Sorry, we had a weird sound thing. <laughs> no, it was incredible. Like just especially. Just the fact that of how just it followed them basically from beginning to end was just it's mind it was just so well done in the sense of just how the story plays out of how they're you know just the, the focus is them trying to get there to send this message and so you're literally following them to their backs all the way through is 
was so cool. I loved every bit of it. It was so good. It felt like a video game. Like yeah. you're like falling third person behind him a lot of the time. God of War four. Yeah. <laughs> it's also impressive how well like the shots are while they're trying to make it one take. It's like how did you get this incredible shot while you're trying to continue on forever? You know, yeah. That when it, just whenever they're like going through the barbed wire fences and stuff and like just like joseph was saying the whole time during the movie i'm thinking about how they made it as well instead of just watching it but i feel like that i really enjoyed that i didn't feel like it didn't detract from the experience because it's like you're telling a cool story but you're also telling it in a cool way yeah you gotta like respect how they did it yeah 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 and I was like, the first scene, I was like, oh, they're doing a Saving Private Ryan. They're trying to make a cool one shot. And I was just like, this is going on for a long time. <laughs> and then I was like, halfway through the movie, I was like, no, this is just the movie. Like, they're going to have, like, enemies. Yeah. Um, did you guys expect the one of the guys to die so fast? Okay. Yeah, definitely not. Okay, so what I was saying about trailers, mm-hmm. I yeah, I guessed it when I saw the, the second trailer. Because in the second trailer, you only see one guy running through all this when it starts out with two. And after they do the whole, like, the the field of the, the, the barn or whatever, you know, the plane crashes, I'm like, okay, I think somebody dies there. Because every other scene in the trailer was just the one guy. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't two of them. I was like, oh, crap, they gave away that. And so when I went into the movie theater and watched it, I'm like, yep, and he dies. I'm like, I, I expected someone to die, but I didn't think it was going to be that guy. I thought it was going to be the other guy. Yeah, me too. Because um, I think he's more of an actor than the other guy. Mm-hmm. Like, well-known. Um, the other guy I didn't even really know. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of got sad after he died. Because it's like... Well, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't die a good way either. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was a pretty bad death. Yeah. And like, I thought... Because going into the movie, I thought it was going to be kind of like a Brothers in our movie. These two guys going to go through hell together. But... Yeah. It ter- turned out different, uh, uh, totally different than I thought. Like this guy is just um, fulfilling this guy's last wish because it was his friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know how accurate it is to where to where their actual motives and stuff. Like if the guy that didn't die really didn't want to go with him and was like blaming him for that little bit. Mm-hmm. But for the movie, I think it was brilliant because it's like they're setting it up that like this is the guy that really really doesn't want to do this, and he's yeah. the guy who has to finish it. Well, not only that, but this is the guy that's already been through a yeah. lot. Yeah, he had the metal. And... So, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, kind of the grizzled, like, weary guy. Yeah. Which is sad because he only looks like 21. Yeah. <laughs> Which it probably was. I think, like, World War One, they were super young during that war. Yeah, they're like mm-hmm. 14, 15 sometimes. So, mm-hmm. like, whenever they're around the camp at the end, and all, all they just want kids just sitting around yeah. listening to the guy sing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't do that enough in our times. We don't sit around the guy and let him sing anymore. <laughs> well, okay, that was weird, too, is that they had that song, it's Wayfair and Stranger. I was just like, isn't this an American folk song? Is it? I don't even know. From, like, the 1800s? What would they sing now? I'm proud to be an American. Like, oh, they some, don't have good songs. This is some guy out in the field saying apple bottom jeans. So. <laughs> it always like amazes me about that. Like back then, people actually had to like remember the lyrics for a whole song. Like I, today, we can just like sing the chorus like together. But hey, hey guys, put that Spotify on. Yeah, these guys had to know the whole song like beginning to end. That's yeah. That's that's actually something that we brought. Or we we experience when we watched the lighthouse was that they were singing mm. uh sea shanties and they had, like knew the whole song because that's mm. the only th- that's the only thing they had to do yeah was sit around and sing yeah. so and probably people only knew like 30 songs back then it's like yeah like, songs of your community and that's it and so mm-hmm. you yeah home by heart because of that knowing from growing up speaking of music there is really good there is some good music in this movie oh yeah definitely. like yeah, when they're the first like when they were going to the german trenches there's some yeah. really good music in that part, and there's good music throughout, but that part really stood out to me. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part was whenever they were shooting up the flares, and it was like highlighting the city for a while. And the music there, it was mm-hmm. that yeah. was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, that part almost seems like a dream. Like, did he really? die? Yeah, it was very surreal. It was awesome. 
Yeah. That part actually like made me the most tense because it's like he's waiting for mm-hmm. the flares to move or to go up so he can see. But once he the flares go up, then he's exposed. Yeah. Like, but that's the only way he can move because it's pitch black. It's in the, the middle of a French like field in the middle of nowhere, so there's no light whatsoever. So. I like the old timey kind of tone it felt because it almost looked like just some sort of like old film set or something. Yeah, yeah. it totally did. It yeah. so like German expressionism or something like that. Yeah. The one thing I didn't know is like, or kind of, I don't know, that got me mad or something. Why did he just hit the guy with the gun when he first saw? Oh, I know. Yeah. 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 That was like, okay, you could just like hit him with the rifle butt. Yeah, I know. I was just like, take him out right away. (laughs) He might have not wanted to alert the other guy because of the loud sound. I don't know. Or maybe he was just. It's kind of like how the the other guy before was being way too trusting with the German where the, yeah. it's almost like he was still doing it. Like he was, he was telling him to be quiet. And then of course he yells. Yeah, out. of course he does it. Yeah. So I think that he was just trying to still not, I don't know. Get I think he just didn't want to kill somebody. He just wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were just drunk. If he could avoid it, avoid it, he would. Yeah. Cause no one wants to like actually kill if they don't have to. So if he could be like, yeah, don't talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a... So Benedict Cumberbatch is kind of like the big name in this movie. And we, we don't see him until the end. Um, There's also Mark Strong. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was like one of my favorite parts was when he just like randomly shows up. Yeah, I was like... For some reason, I thought it was Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool. It's definitely like because you hear his voice before you see him, and you're like, that, "That's a guy. That's a guy I know." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, it makes kind of that scene even sadder because like they were just right there if they yeah, yeah. Out a little longer. Yeah. Well, and I was like, grab a plane part and cauterize the wound or something. <laughs> that's what I was that's thought not, he was yeah, going to do. do that. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Don't get stuck in a field with Alex here. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well, we're done. And I've yeah. got a mission to do, so I'm leaving you before you're gone. So <laughs> Alex, come back. Cauterize the wound. <laughs> it wasn't even deep. Where are you going? <laughs> I have to go over there drinking the milk. <laughs> that milk, it, that was kind of convenient that he took that milk with him and he found yeah, the baby. That was the one yeah. movie that felt like, yeah, like a video game or something. Yeah, definitely. I've already picked up that item. Here you go. <laughs> Gave the milk to the child. <laughs> An experience points. I quest complete. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what do you guys like? If you compare this movie to Dunkirk, which was the big war movie, like last or the year before, which one do you think is your favorite? Well, let's see. Alex, hmm, I haven't seen Dunkirk. I haven't still seen. You haven't seen Dunkirk. Wow. I'm a terrible person. So yeah, you are. Very, you're, you're, you're not British anymore, so. <laughs> they're so different. Like, yeah, they are. Two war movies that are most different would be these two. Like, it's just like the singular following these two and then Dunkirk, these grand like battle scenes and everything. like From multiple like time points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dunkirk kind of feels like a modern movie, if you can say that. Like, they were using modern techniques and everything for that movie, yeah. playing with time and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd probably say I like this one more, 1917. Yeah, I'd kind of have to go with that, too. The style of it more. I still love Dunkirk. But... Yeah. I think ta- Dunkirk's still my favorite, um, just because I'm a sucker for those uh, era airplanes, and we get a lot of them. in Tom yeah, Hardy's. Yeah. yeah. And Tom Hardy's in it, so <laughs> we do get some planes in here, but they're like kind of old biplanes. Yeah, okay. it's a dogfight. Who's winning? Well, it's two against one. So... <laughs> I guess we are. Um, I, mean, I, I think I like this one a bit more, just barely though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the reason I like it though is the way that uh, uh, the storytelling was like presented. Uh, so uh, one something that kind of stuck out was when he jumps into the river and he loses his rifle and pretty much everything else is like entire kit. I'm like, well, crap, the orders are going to be like, no, I thought that same like, thing, but he had a little, tin. but then he had the little tin thing in his pocket that just shows he doesn't, they don't like say like, Oh, thank God. You know, yeah. I have this tin. They just kind of show it when he like rolls over 
and he keeps going. I'm like, oh, no, answer my question's answered. Done. Yeah, because cool. yeah, I thought exactly the same thing. Because when he went in the water, I was like, oh damn, the yeah, plans. The plans. But then I remembered done. earlier that he had that tin. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's that's <laughs> actually really good use of like uh, uh, of storytelling was without having to tell. You just show, and I'm like, oh, that that's that's really cool. That's a really good job. Um, what I liked about that that kind of pays off at the end of the movie, where like you realize that that's where he keeps. Oh, are you guys frozen? Okay, sorry. You guys look frozen for a second. Um, <laughs> where that's where he keeps like things most precious to him, like how that his. Um, mm-hmm. I was jumping ahead, but how that his photos of his family are in there, and yeah, it can almost set up that hey, he has somewhere where he keeps something special because even when that French girl asks him if he does has a kid, he doesn't answer her. Mm-hmm. I feel like clearly meant uh, he does, but yeah, I thought that that was kind of a cool double payoff with that. Where yeah, he had yeah, yeah. I think that uh, one thing I liked about Dunkirk over this one is this one I got a little tired. Like Dunkirk, I was on the action the whole time. Like there, this part was like in the cellar, and then like the part where he's like going down the river. I guess those were kind of like low points, which I guess the movie kind of needed. But um, I got kind of tired at the, and I was like aware of the time. Like is this oh, yeah. like near the end? But um, not that I, I would still say this movie's like an A for me, and like Dunkirk's right. an A plus. But um, yeah, uh, any other thoughts about before we go on this one, um, the ending or anything? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that uh, one thing I wanted to say is that the I think they did it so well where you know he told his brother about what ha- uh, what happened to his brother. Yeah, that was really emotional. It was very emotional. Yeah, Richard Madsen shows up randomly. Yeah. I thought that was kind of an inside joke too. Was like, oh, he, my brother looks like me, and they're both from Game of Thrones. So, really? yeah, that, that was Tommen that died. Oh the, my the... gosh, you're right. I <laughs> yeah. Him, but... And so I was like, I wonder if that's a little bit of a joke. It's like he, he looks like me. Well, yeah. they're both on Game of Thrones. <laughs> probably, uh, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like I knew every celebrity that was in this, and I don't know if I imagined that. But every time they showed up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." Yeah, I, mean, I don't even know it, if they showed him in the trailer, so I may be wrong. It's sort of like Saving Private Ryan whenever they like meet meet Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah, meet these celebrities down the line. <laughs> Paul Giamatti as a paratrooper. It's like I yeah. don't quite believe that, but all right. <laughs> Isn't Vin Diesel in that movie? Yeah, Vin Diesel yeah. is in there. That's He's the guy that dies or whatever. But well, everyone yeah. dies pretty much. But, but um. Anyway, but but one thing I was gonna say is that like, it, I basically cried during one movie in my entire life. It's just it's just something that doesn't happen. I don't think it's a. I'm not trying to be manly or anything. I, I wish it would happen. I think it's a healthy thing to do. I think it's it's almost what, like I'm envious of people that can just cry during any movie. What movie? Uh, Shutter Island. What? <laughs> really? Shutter like Island. If you haven't seen the movie, I won't spoil anything, but it's whenever he goes that he remembers what happens with his wife and his kids. It was more like I put yourself in that situation. It doesn't matter. Shutter it Island. And it That's wasn't so the strange. The time I saw it, I cried the third time I saw it. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Are you Shutter sure you just were like having like a day? <laughs> 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 no, because the first and second time I saw it, I was like, just it was just horrifying to me, but then the third time it just I don't know it clicked. But my my point is is that like the 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 moment I think that it was oh my dude it was such a beautiful moment and so subtle kind of where like he's looking at the photos of his family you're like oh he has two kids okay he has a wife that makes sense and then like the it's almost like it brings you back to the reality of outside the war. Cause you've been in this movie for an hour and 50 ish minutes. You've been in this war, this whole movie. And then it brings you back to the reality of outside the war where it says on the back, it says like, uh, what does it say? It says come like, back to come us. Come back to us. Yeah. And like that hit me harder than I didn't actually fully cry, but I like teared up like crazy. Like it was just like, that well, hit me so freaking hard. And you understand why he doesn't want to take a risk because he went back once. Cause they're like, well, why didn't you give it to your family and all that? So he's like, well, he went back. He hated that. He had to go back to the war because yeah. he didn't want to leave again. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. I got a little choke up at the end. Like when he's looking at the tree and everything. Oh, no, I choked up when the, 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 uh, what do you call it? The, 
why he did it. That was pretty cool for his great granddad or for his granddad. Oh yeah, the director. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like that's cool. Uh, yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? But, yeah, that he dedicated the movie to his granddad, who was oh. one of those. One thing I wanted to add is, if in a movie, like movies one hundred and one, if you want to like make a shot rom- like romanticized or whatever, just put cherry blossoms in there. <laughs> <laughs> put them everywhere. Um, I think it's kind of cool that they're using war movies to experiment with like film. Like yeah, Dunkirk yeah. and this, the, the, that's the big experimental movies this um, the past couple of years, and it's all both in war movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder if that trend continues, or yeah. what's the next genre we get for experimenting with? Yeah. Well, that's uh, something that uh, I'll bring it up in a minute. But anyway, it, the whole experimentation process of like filming is pretty cool. That they're actually like broadening their horizons now and using these different film techniques or going back to some older stuff in a new way. Um, like I've only seen three, one take, one take air quotation movies. I've seen Birdman, this one and another movie called Russian arc where the whole movie was actually done in one take. Yeah. That's only like had, one of the one true one. Yeah. Because well, they only had uh, access to the Russian museum for like a day. And yeah. so they literally had to make the movie mm-hmm. in a day, which is nuts. But then you think about how much, how how much effort it, it takes to actually make a one shot movie. Yeah, like a, for the whole crew, like costuming and all that stuff. Yeah. They all yeah. Have to be on. And you have to storyboard. Like you have to storyboard it. There's no like Stanley Kubrick thing. Like, oh well, I don't storyboard my things. Like, there's no way you couldn't just show up. It's and almost like almost like you have to like be a factory like a movie factory everyone has to do a little no. thing but you got to do it perfect exactly yeah that's just that's just insane the, the amount of like effort that it takes to make something like this but yeah kind of like just... what joseph was talking about even about costuming i was thinking on that first scene where you know they wake up and then they have to go through all the trenches and then they have to cross the go into no man's land kind of thing and uh i saw michael that like you know at the end, near the end of that scene, they're walking in all that muddy water, like, and they're mm-hmm. getting, like, knee-deep in it and stuff. And, like, I was thinking during the movie, I was like, they had to have had, like, a bunch of those pants and boots. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. if they're going to redo that scene over and over, then it's just, it's just the little things of how complicated that movie must have been to make. Well, something I, something I liked about what you're talking about is the, uh, the costumes, is that you could tell the different not types of soldiers, but the different like units that they were in based on their uniforms, because the two runners had different uniforms and every single person in there, they had like the leather, uh, uh, protection vests. So like their stuff won't get, uh, uh, waterlogged or whatever. And then you had like the, the artillery guys. And then you had, uh, the scouts. And then you had the frontline guys at the very end who were just all decked out. Yeah. Like, like the Mark strong guy with his cane. Right, exactly. I love that. I love that that, that outfit. That guy was. <laughs> that guy is so cool. <laughs> well, uh, any last thoughts on this? Uh, do we want to go over our favorite parts real quick? Yeah, we can. So, go ahead, Thomas. Uh, my favorite. I have two. One is when they cross no man's land. Just that whole sequence was. I'm like, all right, they're gonna get shot at, and then they don't, which was that was really cool. Um, Exactly, because they don't know that they're not there. And then to the very end, when he runs across the field, he runs out of the trench to get oh, to the other side of the trench because he can't make it through it in time. So yeah, yeah. that was really it cool. made a whole lot of sense to me because okay, so they say it's three hundred yards, which I mean that that's far, but it's not really that far. It's like you know, it's far when you have to be pushing soldiers. It, yeah, because right? he, he he didn't have a clear path because of all the people. So they were already yeah. starting to go. So. Right. Yeah. I guess that's true, but I was just like. I guess I guess my thought process in the movie I thought he was getting up to cut across somewhere. Mm-hmm. If it, if it, if yeah. It, if it like turned, <laughs> then he's just running next to it, and I was like, yeah. But I guess it does make sense that he's not having to push people out of the way, so. Of course, he gets hit like twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And those were like those were like small hits either. Those were like yeah. bam. The lady next to me in the movie was kind of annoying. She was laughing at like every dick joke and every like. Oh really? Uh, at times where like it clearly isn't really supposed to be that funny. funny. Yeah, like, gallows humor. Was laughing when he was running into people, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
And then at the end of the movie, she told her like boyfriend or husband, or she was like, "Wow, that movie was in two cuts." <laughs> no, I had the same. I had the same like reaction too with with like this guy that was walking in a theater. Yeah, can you believe they shot that in one take? I'm just like, oh. <laughs> um, there is this older gentleman next to me that after like a ten scene, he'd be like, <laughs> that's good. I think the one big audience thing with at my showing was when he um, accidentally puts his hand in the guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, the, everyone's like, oh. <laughs> He's already got like an open wound. Yeah, it's like that's yeah. infected. <laughs> That was funny later on whenever he says, like, he's like, you bandaged it up or whatever. He says, and he's just like, no, I put it in a dude or whatever. Like, <laughs> put my hand in a crowd. <laughs> All right. So, uh, next. Uh, my favorite scenes was after the river when all those guys are just sitting listening to that guy sing. I really like that. And yeah, when they're crossing no man's land to the German trench. Yeah, that's probably is, the best scenes for me. This is like. It's so freaking tense. Oh, my. <laughs> Sorry. Michael, you got a favorite scene? Uh, it's definitely, like I said before, that the flashing. That, I can't think of. The flares? When he's yeah. in the town. The coops. Yeah. The music there, the shot, is, so, is that's definitely my favorite. That'd be, that, if I was in that situation, that would be the point that I would probably panic the most. Where it's like, you know there's German. It's like whenever you're... Uh, there's German soldiers everywhere. Like whenever he goes and sees the fire and that guy's looking at him and he's like, yeah, that was really cool. At him and I was just like, is, is, is that totally that situation where you're like, is he running at him? Cause he's like, Oh yeah. Hey, you need help or something. And then he just shoots at him and it's like, Oh gosh. Oh yeah. It, it was really cool that you just saw like the silhouette first, like in the smoke. I'm like, that's a really cool shot. God, such a cool shot. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene was probably, it, it's kind of random, but it's like also kind of thinking about how they made the movie and how like how, perfect to make the shot but like when he climbs up onto the bridge and is walking on it to jump over the, like the water to mm -hmm. the other side of the bridge you know oh yeah I'm, like, I'm trying to think of like how they like put the camera like right behind his feet and went over somehow if like they handed off the camera to another cameraman or something and uh, i just like that scene too because it's like you think okay cool he made it across the river and then he starts getting shot at and you're like and i guess i guess the other guys had already driven off and it's just like Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that, too. Why didn't they, like, help him? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I guess they just drove off, but, but uh, or turned around, because I guess because the bridge was out or whatever, but, mm -hmm. but I, I really liked that scene. Yeah, you guys, I think you took all the good scenes, so I'm just going <laughs> to mention, I'm just going to mention the part when he's, like, talking, to, I don't even know what he is, like, a captain. He, like, the captain's dead, so they give it to this lieutenant who's in the trench, and he's, like, telling him, you can't go out there, you know. Oh, Yeah. If you shoot uh, off a flare, we're not coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> he was Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. I forget, I forget his name, but he's also in that show Fleabag. That guy is so funny, man. <laughs> he was great. He's so funny. Yeah, I thought that was one of the funnier parts of the movie. Well, I did like when they he shoots off the flare. Like, up yours is in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guns, man. They're so... I hate, I hate getting rid of them. If you don't make it, just toss it back, would you? <laughs> yeah, try to toss it this way. <laughs> And then he's like throwing the liquor on them to like anoint them. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that was really good. Uh, he's so good. Real quick, just real quick. The, I love whenever when they do shoot the flare. I love how that they're talking for a while after that, and then at the end of the, oh like, yeah, at the end of that kind of you can see. It. Oh like, yeah, the down arc thing. It's such a yeah, show. that's cool. Anyway, well, uh, one thing that bugged me about this movie is about the two movies we're talking about today. So we're going to transition to Aeronauts. But um, why didn't these any of these people have gloves in these movies? Like the guy, he could have put a glove on his um, hurt or injured hand. hand. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so Aeronauts is an Amazon original movie. It's kind of about the birth of meteorology. Um, so it's two people going up in a balloon, <laughs> hot air balloon. Um, so we're just going to talk about this really fast because two people didn't do their homework. So yeah, <laughs> people didn't do their homework. So Jared's leaving. <laughs> you want to stick around for this? I'm kind of stuck. There's cords everywhere. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, it it wasn't a bad movie to me. Um, it wasn't a great movie. It's just it's sort of like like a made for it felt like a made for tv movie okay. uh, 
Yeah, it was an adventure movie, kind of a human triumph movie. Um, it feels kind of like a sports movie if you're watching a sports movie. Like they're overcoming the elements to um, get data, basically. <laughs> So what do you guys think of it? I uh, I, I totally agree. Like, I don't think you get the entire movie from the trailer, 100%. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not like a, a – there's not necessarily even really a reason to watch it unless you really want to experience it. But uh, I totally agree. It does feel like a kind of made-for Amazon movie. But at the same time, I think the visuals are really good. Like, yeah. there was never a moment where it looked like they were on a blue screen at all. Um, the only complaint about that is that like there was a lot of times where they're like really high in the air and their hair is like completely still. So it's like, <laughs> it's not really, but man, the vision. This is one of the prettiest movies I think I've ever seen. Like, like even in the trailer, you know, when they pop, uh, they get above the clouds and it's just beautiful. And then like when they get really high and it's like snowing. And mm -hmm. I, I, I think this movie's worth watching just for visuals alone. But yeah, but the gloves, man. <laughs> where were the gloves? It's like. Oh my gosh! That was... anyway. So I'm gonna quickly spoil like my my viewing of this movie. I didn't watch like the last 20 minutes of it. Oh really? Wow. I got I, I got bored. You do like, your homework and you don't. I started my homework and I was just like, you forgot to answer three questions. I forgot to answer like the back page. <laughs> I was just like, okay, we're going up, and we're still going up. I would say it does get better towards the end. And we're still going up. <laughs> How they actually get down is actually one of the coolest parts. Yeah. I might watch that part then. Because I, as a as a whole movie right now, like as I've watched it, I'm just like, I just I just don't care. It does start like extremely slow, I would yeah. say. Well, okay, that's something I forgot to mention real quick. Uh, it, I don't think it necessarily starts slow. It throws you in immediately. It's like, oh, we're going up in a balloon. Like, it's well, like, they kind of have to because... Yeah. There's not really much you could do after that. <laughs> That's faster than up. They take forever to get yeah. up there. <laughs> like initially, I was like, "This is a terrible setup. Like you need more setup for characters." But mm -hmm. I thought they actually did a good job about it, where they do. Because if they showed the whole movie in the balloon, that would probably be boring. Yeah. So they 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 splice it together with flashbacks and stuff, and that really did a much better job than I initially thought of setting up the characters and stuff. So I, I, actually I will admit that Felicity Jones and uh, Eddie Redmayne had some pretty good chemistry, though. Yeah, I would they, say They too. worked really well off of each other. It's just... I... I yeah. I get it, dude. It's not, it's not <laughs> you know, super fun movie or anything. Well, that's the thing, too, is I don't mind slow movies. Like, I've watched slow movies. I was just like, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, I have I my iPhone app that tells me what the weather is. I was getting some of that definitely in the beginning. It was like, okay. <laughs> um, but, like, there was good performances. And, like, this is – I've only seen Eddie Redmayne in the um, the Harry Potter stuff. Oh, yeah. um, so this I thought this he was way better in this than he is in yeah. those movies. Well, I like the – I really like him literally in everything I've seen him in. I think he's really good. Really? Jupiter Ascending. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, He's great. <laughs> one second. One second for us. Um, Have you ever seen uh, Everything, Joseph? No. Yeah, really good in that. That's a really good movie. And very, 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 very sad movie, but it's very good. Yeah. Is, he's really good into Fantastic and Lane is. But... What do you think of, like, the costumes in this one? <laughs> Now that we're talking <laughs> without Thomas. Well, I thought at first, I was like, she's actually going to go fly in that costume? Like, yeah, the, the makeup and everything. <laughs> but yeah. but it, it, that's the thing that didn't make almost any sense to me, because they set up her character at the beginning of the movie, not at all who she is, and I get that she's performing. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I didn't even really set up why she's performing that much, because before, like, the, the whole movie, they describe her, her past and her present as she's just a pilot of the yeah air balloons it's like where is and, the entertainment side of you yeah it, where do you do this in your life like and she's like a known pilot it's not like she's like yeah. not known they everyone knows she's a pilot and she yeah. had like this tragic backstory so why is she entertaining this crowd yeah <laughs> that, that was a little weird it's just like oh well that's kind yeah. of like cruel well they, they they they're really cruel to animals on this movie yeah <laughs> 
They chuck a dog off the balloon, and you're like, oh, they just killed their dog. In the first, like, 10 sec or 10 minutes of the movie, yeah. Oh, we don't need it anymore. But, like, I was just like, this is so random. I mean, that would probably, like, so, my favorite scene in the whole movie, the part, okay, up until, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie, sorry, uh, is that interaction between Eddie Redmayne and his dad. Um, yeah. I really like that one. I was like, oh, that was really well done. I really liked that. So, Yeah, it's really a touching scene because he kind of gets through to his dad by uh, memories of what he gave him. So, Right. It's when he's not able to remember so good anymore. Um, I would say my favorite scene is probably just like the scene of her trying to get up on top of the balloon and get the gas released. <laughs> that was really that cool. Was yeah. And, like, um, for some reason, like, scenes of people climbing stuff, um, like, always get me tense. So that was like, wow, she's going to climb on top of the balloon. It's like, that you're, you're like Jared in every, like, like zoom over, like, of a cliff. Jared kind of goes like, oh. <laughs> no, not at all. I can see him. I can see him. I've never had that feeling. <laughs> It's weird because it only happens when I'm like watching people do it. It's like like not in real life or anything. But <laughs> well, I, okay, I should probably change. It. I've seen Jared have that look in real life. Mm. Yeah, he's just like get me down, get me down, get me down, yeah. get me down. <laughs> I don't think you heard me. I think you did. What? When you're pushing him over the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna confirm or deny that. I'll confirm. Okay, he confirms. <laughs> So I guess if I if I had to give like a letter grade to this one, maybe a C plus. Since I can't, since I haven't finished it, I'm I can't grade it. But I, from what I have seen, See me I'm after class. <laughs> I th- I totally agree. I think a C plus is totally totally fair because I I think it's an entertaining movie, but it's not mm-hmm. like something that I'm gonna think about the visuals, and I guess about their story. Their story is really cool. Yeah, like how he gets like lightheaded, so then he keeps wanting to go higher, and he's not thinking straight, and he kind of goes crazy. I think that was really, but but this isn't a movie I will ever ever want to watch again. No, me either. You know what this movie? You know what this movie seems like? It seems like a movie you'd watch at school, like they would show you in school. (laughs) This is a PBS production. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a bad PBS production. But you're still in school. (laughs) I, I don't know it. It just wasn't, you know. Well, it was it, pretty cool. Again, how they get down is like the most yeah interesting part of it because they're having to like figure this thing out. I won't spoil anything, but it, it, it it's 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 very cool. Yeah, okay. like yeah, I would say that too. <laughs> okay, I'll go finish the movie. Yeah, go finish the movie, Tom. Go finish the movie. <laughs> well, you know, I did halfway better than these two. At least I at least I tried. I don't know. I, they have good excuses, I guess. Okay, so those were the two movies this week. Um, are we gonna do any like recommendations on anything we'd recommend watching? We can. Mrs. May on Amazon Prime. It's no, no, God. <laughs> movies, Alex. Movies. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Thomas, what do you want to recommend? Uh, so I'd recommend uh, The Hateful Eight on Netflix, the extended extended cut. Uh, it's done in four a four part episodics like uh, format, and it is way better than the actual movie because it actually splits up things into chapters. And it is, I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I. I, I mean, I, I like the movie, the original movie, but the way that they had it laid out in this like miniseries style. It was really cool, and honestly, the pacing was a lot better because you're like, "All right, that chapter's done. I can take a break for a second and come back to it." And it really worked really well. I finished it in like two days. I mean, I watched two hours uh, each day, and it really just it just worked a lot better. So I actually, I actually don't hate that movie. Like the first time I saw it, I didn't either. It's, I liked it. I, I think it has worked better in this format than it did like the whole three and a half hour cut that it did. So and and it added to it too. That was kind of cool. 
Yeah. So I need to check that out because uh, I loved it the first time I saw it. That's my favorite uh, Tarantino movie. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, he hasn't seen. Okay. Yeah, I need to watch Once yeah. Upon a Time. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that I one. Watch that. But uh, but yeah, I love that movie, so I'll definitely check that out. Good. Okay. Anybody else? Any... I watched The Irishman. I thought it was really good. Huh. That was good. I heard, I heard a lot of people that are like, "Oh no, it's stupid," and "Oh, it's slow," and I'm like, "I'm cool with slow," and I thought it was really good. I watched half of it last night before I got tired, and I really enjoyed it, so I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> I actually didn't mind. I actually didn't mind the runtime. Like, I I paused it, like for like two. It was like a two day watch, and I paused it, and it just didn't. It didn't matter too much that I paused it and I picked it right back up. So you don't have to watch it in one single setting. Jared, you got any recommendations? Yeah, give me one second. Um, it was on Hulu. It's a pseudo documentary called Tickle or Tickled. Um, it's really good. Tickled, <laughs> Michael. Explain tickled to me. Is it like? Is it like? Oh, I'm tickled about this movie, or it's is it actually tickling. It's a. So this reporter. Uh, he's pretty well known in New Zealand, I believe it was New Zealand or Australia, and um, he decide he discovers on the internet this league of like competitive tickling, which is like people who can last long getting tickled or whatever. It's like your worst nightmare. Yeah, it is. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so he starts to dive into it and try to get more information, but he it gets a lot weirder than he expected. And it's run by like this very crooked guy. Oh, a lot more corrupt than he thought. It was just this fun tickling league, but actually, it's more nefarious. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> tickling the documentary, tickled or whatever it was. All right, who else? Um, Alex, did you say one? Uh, I don't. I don't think I have anything because I was I was going to recommend the Irish Man, but my, or, oh, you said Maisel, so watch Maisel. Yeah, I did say Maisel. Welcome to podcast from now on. My rec my recommendation is for you guys to watch Parasite because I'm the only one that's seen it, and it was one of my favorite movies of last year. So you guys need to do that if it ever comes out here. Yes, <laughs> I definitely will. Oh yeah, and the Lighthouse, by the way, mm. need to recommend that one. Yeah, we might be talking about that yeah, next episode. Okay. Cool. Okay, so um, that does it for this episode, our first episode. Um, thanks. If anyone's out there listening, thank you. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back in two weeks, hopefully, with uh, some reviews of The Lighthouse. Yay. Yay. Any more? Bye. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>